I'm not pulling out of the driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another Drive to Work Coronavirus Edition. Okay, so this week I have a very good interview uh, with April King. Some of you might know her as Cube April online. So say hello, April. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me on your uh, on your podcast, Mark. It's great to be here. Okay, so the question I've been asking everybody to start with is, how did you start playing Magic? How did I start playing Magic? Well, I've been playing Magic for a very long time because I am very old. So I started playing Magic back in early 1994. Uh, just a little bit too, like, just in time to, like, go to my game stores and see all these amazing boxes of Legends and Arabian Nights and uh, Antiquities on the top shelves where I could not afford them as a teenager. Um, uh, but plenty of, like, Revised and Fallen Empires and 4th Edition and stuff. So that's when I, that's when I, uh, I got started. I was introduced to it by um, some friends of mine who were like, April, you have to see this game. It's so cool. And then they pulled out their the revised, I think it was a revised like starter deck mm-hmm. back when they had little starter decks. And uh, I was like, this is awesome. I, I got to play this game. Okay. So you st- um, did you play continuously? Did you stop a little bit? Like what, what how long, like how, how, how was your ma- early magic life? How did that happen? Yeah. So like I played a lot, like a lot as a teenager, I played uh, a ton uh, with my friends. I played at school. Uh, I played, so at the time I was like in junior high and high school. And most people, I assume who listen to the podcast, are too young to know about what magic was like these days when you wanted to play magic at schools. Uh, But there were a lot of schools uh, that were like, oh, magic is, look at all this imagery. We can't have this in our school. same with Dungeons and Dragons at the time. Um, and so uh, it was kind of clandestine magic at my school. And then eventually, because I was a, a super nerd and my teachers really liked me, we got special dispensation to have a, a special secret room where we could all play magic, which was really fun. Well, that's cool. Okay, so... Uh, and I, I, play, I played continuously up through uh, Urza's block. Okay. Like, I, I played through a lot of Urza's block, and then I was like, I... I don't know what magic is anymore. Uh, it was a very weird time of, for magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was going off to college, and so I kind of put it down. Uh, and then I picked it back up uh, around, it's a big, pretty big gap, I picked it back up around Innistrad. So. Okay. Which, a great time to come back. It was amazing. Yeah, Innistrad's a fun time. I, I enjoyed Innistrad. Um, okay, so what, so you get back into magic. So... Your early life was more face to face, but as you got back, you started becoming a part of a larger magic community, right? When how did you start getting an internet presence? How did that happen? Yeah, it's really weird because like I, I was never I, I'd always poo pooed social media. I was like, oh, I don't like Facebook. Uh, this is just not for me. I just it, it's just bad for your mental health, and it, maybe it is. I don't know. But uh, um, I was uh, doing a lot of cube stuff because I'd gotten introduced to cube uh, from some of the early magic online cubes by um uh a town the pile um and i saw videos by lsv i think on youtube uh so i was like ah i have to have a cube so i started building my own cube and inviting my friends uh and one of the friends that i invited was um megan and maria uh from um Good, like, high magic yeah. at, at the time it was magic the amateur in right, right, right. uh and they're like april you have to come on and do videos and talk about Cube because nobody knows anything about Cube uh, and this will be so interesting to people. Uh, so I was like, uh, sure, I'll do that. And I made up a little bunch of episodes and they had me on and it was super fun. And they're like, 
you should just join Twitter and talk about it. And I was like, okay. So I, I joined Twitter and I started following you because I'd known about you for a long time, like all the <laughs> way back from like Usenet posts. When you used to post on Usenet, it'd be like, hey, anybody <laughs> want any of these boxes of legends that are like 80 bucks or whatever? Come and just, just send me a, just give me a call and I'll get them to you. Um, so I'd known about you for a long time. Um, I started following you on Twitter and I was like, oh, oh man, this is a, a great guy to, to dunk on. This will be great. I'll just, I'll just be evil tomorrow. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> okay. So, um, the thing that I'm most fascinated, I mean, you, you do a lot online and you have a whole persona, which is very cool. Um, the thing, <laughs> the thing that you do that I find the most fascinating is, uh, sort of, uh, Scryfall. Can we talk a little bit about Scryfall? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, it's really weird because like, I've, I've been active with Scryfall um, since the, or less the very beginning because I'm close friends from my work with people who have, you know, work, people who built Scryfall at the very beginning. Oh, real quick, let me, I, I, I just, yeah. I, 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 when I introduce things, I should say, make sure the audience knows because you and I are talking, oh. we know what Scryfall is. Oh, um, yes, sorry. Scry, Scryfall is a database for magic cards. Um, it, it, I mean, I, you, 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 how do you describe Scryfall? Uh, it that, that is exactly what it is. It's like a very, very incredibly complicated database with a thin veneer of queries on top of it. Um, luckily for us, we have one of the smartest database people I've ever met in my entire life who manages to tie it all together because I sure as heck could not do it myself. So how does Scryfall uh, start? Do you know the, the origins of Scryfall? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was started God, back four or five years ago, I want to say. Um Back when um, there was the the previous site, which was oh, uh, it's slipping my mind right now, there was another magic search engine that everybody used, um, and it hadn't been. Oh, why can't I think of the name? Anyways, I'll, I'll think of it later. Uh, everybody used it, and it just it just didn't get updated, right? Like people used it because it had good query syntax and stuff, and you could do. It was easy to find cards, uh, but like there were points where it would get two or three sets out of date. And it's really hard to use the magic search engine if you don't know, for example, what cards are in standard. So uh, a bunch of my friends decided that they could do better. And the magic community really needed this because, you know, uh, at the time, I think magic had like 12,000 cards, 11,000 cards. And now it's getting close to 20,000 unique cards. I think it's over 20. It passed 20 a little while ago. Is it? It might be over 20,000 unique cards. It's certainly over 20,000 unique printings of cards. Yeah, yeah. and so... Uh, it's well, well over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, well over that. Um, and so we're like, we, we got to make it better. We got to make it easy for people to find stuff. Um, and so we kind of did. We, we structured ourselves um, uh, based on the existing website and uh, kind of have grown from there. So... Uh, okay, so what, I, what... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. What, what, what do you do? What's your job? <laughs> Yeah, so I actually, I, like, I, we, ha- we have a Slack where we would talk about the future of Scryfall and, and things that we should work on. So I, I have a lot of impact and feedback there, uh, but I, I actually don't code on it very much. I do so much programming and stuff in my real-life job that mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm like, I... Wait, it's not like you, Mark, where you're like, oh, I play magic all day, and then I get done with the day, and I want to do podcasts, and I want to <laughs> go on Tumblr and talk more about magic. Like, I want to just be done with this stuff. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I actually don't code that much, uh, on Scryfall. I, I like to think of my, they, they kind of think of me as, uh, a pain in their butt and mm-hmm. like their chief evangelist. So, uh, 
whenever there's like a new Scribefall feature, I, I like to talk about it and I help people out. I, I do a lot. I answer a lot of questions on Twitter. People send messages on Twitter to Scryfall. We all get to see them and we get to respond. So, you know, um, what, what I want to talk a little bit just because um, one of the things I'm fascinated by and one of the fun reasons to have guests on is get experts in other areas. Um, mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about a database because we, we have our own database that we do that has, you know, cards you guys haven't seen because we're working on the cards. Um, right. So we have our own database, but the databases, I want to talk a little bit about magic databases because let's talk, what is the challenge of a magic database? Why, why is a magic database so hard? Yeah, well, I think the big problem is that, first of all, like magic cards, uh, like the Oracle text at the very least has a very strong templating language, which is really nice. Like Wizards has done a very good job of making sure that every card ever made follows the correct templating for how it should be. And that's great. But everything else on the card is kind of like, we don't, we're, we're going to keep experimenting. We're going to keep pushing in new directions. And most of and it, it's, as a player, that's great. <laughs> However, as somebody who maintains a database, it gets really, really, really hard. So for example, uh, we have a lot of things that you just know to be true, right? Okay, so a magic card has one name, right? It has one name and it has one side until someday it comes along and that's not true anymore. And all of a sudden magic cards have faces, right? Um, they can have two sides. Uh, or, for example, a magic card with a certain name has just one oracle text, right? It is a direct mapping of card name to oracle text all the way up until the point where that's not true anymore like an unstable <laughs> um and so you build these databases around these rules these laws of how wizards creates cards uh and then every so often wizards just comes out and just drops a, a bomb on us and we're like oh no this is really <laughs> terrible uh and like i think you know wizards has their own database yeah and uh, gatherer for for people who don't know and gatherer you know it's it's been around for a long time so it has some shortcomings that are just that's just inherently i was not happens. talking about gatherer by the way I, we do have gatherer okay. we in our uh, behind the scenes we have a database have your own database because sure. we we have to have a database of cards that aren't out yet and so Got we it. have our own data that's what i was talking about behind the scenes uh Got it. it's, well the public the public database is yeah. gatherer yes yes the public gather, database is gatherer gather uh you know, what it's trying to do is a lot more focused. It's just like, here's every card in a set, but it's not trying to organize, like, here are all the different, necessarily, like, here are all the different arts for it. Here are all the different, there's lots and lots of things that cards do yeah. that if you're, if you are just trying to have a, a way to, like, find all the cards that exist by, like, their name, yeah, that's one thing. But if you're trying to have a comprehensive database of every printing of every magic card ever made, yeah. and you want it to be something you want it to be easily searchable, then you yeah. have a lot more problems when Wizards keeps innovating. I, I, I'm, I'm like living in dread of like for the first like triple sided card <laughs> or like, I don't even know what's going to happen next. But. Well, I mean, uh, in, uh, in Accoria, for example, we just introduced the idea of a card that has two names. That was a brand new one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, very <laughs> it's very, very tricky um, because it's just that one card yeah. and it has, yeah, that, that was also... Thank you. Thank you for doing that. That was... Yeah, well, no, luckily, that's... Luckily for me, I, I just get to watch the people who work on that stuff yeah. suffer. So I get to enjoy the pain that they go through. But, um, 
It's, so it can definitely be a challenge at times. Yeah, I mean, what the other thing is that that there's two different things I think in the database. One is just having the information, and the other is making it such that people can find what they want. Because uh, the way I explain it is, let's say I, I have a pile of shoes, and let's say I have twenty thousand shoes, and I just put them in a giant pile on the floor. That doesn't mean you can find what you, you like. Just because the database has it doesn't mean that you can easily find it. Um, and another thing that, that you guys do really well is I want to build a deck. So I'm looking for a particular thing. Like I want to, not only do I just want to find stuff, but I want to find stuff for my deck. So I want to search for something I care about. But I might care about something that nobody else cares about or few people care about. And the flexibility of the way the Scrapple works is very fascinating to me because no matter what you want. And in fact, you guys have been doing, I don't know what to call it, but where you you look for something, people code it, and then I can look for people looking left or whatever, whatever the... Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> so there's actually, so uh, Scryfall is actually two databases, uh, and, and someday we hope to get them uh, integrated into one database. Um, so we have the main Scryfall search engine, mm-hmm. um, which is what most people are familiar with when they think of Scryfall. Yeah. We also have Tagger. Mm-hmm. What Tagger is, is it's a, it's a database of the arts that appear on magic cards. Mm-hmm. So like with a magic card, everything on it is easily categorizable, right? Like mm-hmm. outside of the art, right? You have a name, yeah. you have a mana cost. It's all text. It's text. all text. Yeah. It's all text, right? Yeah. Arts, however, there's nothing like... I can't see, like, our database can't look at a tiny a piece of card art and be like, okay, right. there's a sword, there's a woman looking <laughs> left, there's a tree, and, like, so it, it can't know that. But people, especially people who play Commander, yeah. really, really, really care about that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. Like, they want to have their 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 deck of women in hats, yeah. right? <laughs> they want to have their database of dogs who are, uh, who are, who are white dogs or whatever, right? Like yeah. they want to have their database of specific, very specific visual things. And that's yeah. great, but that's very hard to do in a database. Right. So Tagger, we enlist the entire community who like new set comes out, look at all of these cards, tag all of the attributes in them <laughs> so that people can search for cards with those attributes in the art. Yeah. Um, now that is pretty complete when it comes to newer cards. Right. But when you get to old, like, you know, there's been, 20,000 cards or whatever, but there's yeah. way more arts than that, right? Right, right, right. Many cards have and many, many arts. Art, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, because it is entirely people-powered, yeah. it's not powered by an algorithm, right. uh, some of those older cards are slower to get tagged completely. Right. Um, but someday, <laughs> yeah. the hope is to be able to have uh, the two databases integrated. So, for example, you could search for mm-hmm. women looking left who have first strike. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that would be super cool. So that's the future someday, but uh, uh, we're still working on that one. So, Okay, so something that I, I think you do, at least you at least sometimes do, um, so there's always cards on the front of, of it, and mm-hmm. it takes a while to realize that the cards are themed. Uh, I, do, you always, do you always do the themes, or different people do the themes? Different people do the themes. So, like, okay. we have a little group. We have the Scryfall core team, yeah. and we usually will discuss what the themes are going to be. How often uh, is the theme up? It varies a lot. It We've varies, had themes okay. that are up for just like one day because mm-hmm. they're like little. Because we we actually have people who check the Scryfall themes every single day. Yeah. Right. Uh, whenever we change the theme, we will get notices on Twitter like, "Well, I have your theme. That's so cool." And yeah. stuff. Um, so and we have some that are. And the themes are sometimes like, complex. The themes like, it, sometimes they're easy, but sometimes they're like, "What is this theme?" You have to figure out the theme. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and some of them are really obscure too. So like we, we could put like a, a Mark Rosewater birthday theme up on the homepage. Yes. Right. Uh, and the very small subset of people who follow you and know your birthday yeah. will get the theme. But like most people will be like, I, I don't get these cards at all. Like, right. Yeah. I, so I don't even, this how year, you, how these for- I know, I, I noticed I sent you, I sent you a thing, little thank you. Uh, uh, this year is my birthday, May 25th for those who don't know my birthday. Um, and on the site for the day, they just did themes I like, <laughs> which I mean, mostly were cards I also made, but, um, that's cause yes. I, I made card, I made cards that I like. Um, but anyway, it was the kind of thing that I saw and I go, Oh, I, I don't know how many people, I mean, some of my fans might know, obviously, but, uh, I, it was very touching to me. They're like, Oh, they, they, they recommend my birthday. So yeah, and, nice. and like Scryfall, like the people who work on Scryfall are like pretty, progressive people we've got a very diverse group of people who work on scryfall Mm -hmm. um and so a lot of our themes are based around you know things like black lives matter Mm -hmm. or 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 like you know uh whatever um you know we feel like is important to send a message to the magic community that like we care and we support about these issues that people also care about and it's hard because you know it's it's just six cards on the bottom of right right it's it's only six cards uh, I think it's just—is it seven? I always forget if it's six or seven. Um, I think six. I think six is right. No, it's oh, seven. It's I seven. Apologize. Okay. It's four on the top and three on the bottom. So I mean, sometimes and, you have to get themes. There's at least seven cards, right? Yes, like, that's also tricky. How often do you get themes like, oh, there's six cards? <laughs> <laughs> like it's just funny. Complete, I, <laughs> yeah, we 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 want you to complete seven card cycles. We don't care about five card cycles. Right. Don't, don't care about it. We don't care about vertical cycles, horizontal cycles. We want seven cards. Right, you, you should text me. Go. We we need one more dog looking left. You had another dog looking left, please. <laughs> so. All right, I'll, I'll make sure I do that. Okay. Sure. Um. Okay. So the uh, let's let's move on a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I have a lot of fun. Like one of the things that I find very interesting is um, watching the magic community. So like magic Twitter, for example, is. It, it's its own entity. Like, like one of the things I found is that communities congregate around where they can communicate. So, for example, I have a blog on Tumblr. So there's like a Tumblr community. Um, there's a Reddit community. There is, uh, you know, n- name name your um, uh, thing of choice. You know, Facebook. What name? However, you whatever social media you do. Snapchat, you know, like I'm, I'm on TikTok. You know, there's a there's a magic TikTok group, um, which so. is so. I I, I, per, I just have to say that personally, that like just blows my mind. Like, like Mark Rosewater, who is a touch typist, also is on TikTok. Like these things, I like these are just they're just these well, are just so hard the, for me to hold. Here's why I'm on TikTok. Here's why I'm on. I mean, not, not that I post a lot on TikTok. <laughs> is I have a I have three three kids. Um, one of my daughters, Sarah is 16 and she's on TikTok all the time. And one of the things I try to do is I, I, I'm try, I try to be on a bunch of different platforms because I want to reach different audiences. And I've been on Twitter forever. I've been on Tumblr forever. I've been on Instagram for quite a while. I was on Google Plus for a while before that went away. Um, <laughs> and so I was looking for what to do. And I, I looked at Snapchat, but the nature of Snapchat is not super conducive because everything goes away right away. Um, I want to post things that people can go. Like, I, I want to post things that people can talk about and go back and look at. Uh, you want to build a little community. I want to build a little community. And so my daughter encouraged me to do TikTok. And I'm like, okay, I need your help. She's my advisor. Uh, and so TikTok's been a combination of things she suggested and things I suggested. You probably can tell them apart. Everything she, <laughs> she suggested, if you don't know TikTok, is like, what is going on? Because I post my TikTok in other places. Uh, 
Uh, and some of the stuff is mine. Like I've done some puzzles and things. And I did a little, a little mini uh, comedy video. Um, but when I'm like dancing or something for like 30 seconds, that's my daughter. But that's I do, I, yeah. I do try to mix it up. So uh, I, I had a hunch that was the case. So it's good to hear some confirmation. Yeah, the one in the car where we're doing little <laughs> dance moves. That was, we were waiting for pizza, and she's like, "Can we do a little thing?" So she taught me the dance move. So if you want to see me do dance moves with my daughter, you can you can go to TikTok. So, but anyway, you yes. Magic Twitter is sort of your realm. Um, it is my realm. Yeah, I've, I've, I have like, I have a Tumblr. That's yeah. just a, it is just an evil version of Mark Rosewater's Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm not on there that often. Yeah. I'm, I'm mostly like, I have, uh, I, I actually have no idea how you do what you do. You have, you must have way more. You obviously have way more energy than I do. But I have like two little kids, um, <laughs> and uh, it's just really, really hard to find the time yeah. to like do more than just Twitter for me. Like, I would love to be active on other places. Um, I, yeah, I, I stream like I want to stream a lot on Twitch, but it's just like I like my kids get to bed at ten o'clock, and I'm like I it's already an hour past my bedtime. I don't want, I can't yeah. stream so yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know. I have I like doing it, so I have a lot of energy. Yeah. I, I, who knows where it comes from? Um, yeah, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is my realm. I really, really enjoy the Twitter platform. There's a few things I don't like about it. Yeah. Um, Namely, that I can't have polls with five options. That really, that I know, really, I know. That, re- that really hurts so much. The, here's my two magic Twitter. Here's my two things about polls. You and I can share our because you and I do a lot of polls. In fact, between us, we might do the vast majority of magic polls. On I, the, I uh, think so. Probably ninety five percent between the two of us. Yeah. Um. So the, my two my two pet peeves, and that's one of them, is sometimes I just want more than four options, mm-hmm. and the second thing is it doesn't give me my results. Like, just tell me what the percentages are. Just tell me. Like, I have to have people look in the code to tell me. I mean, you can probably look at yourself, but it's like, can you just tell me my percentages, please? I posted it. Tell me Tell me how many people say, said this and that. Sure, like, like, ask so some numbers. Like, if, if you vote in the poll, I think yeah. it gives you a notification, I think. Or what, 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 I mean, I, what uh, I want is the, not, I, I can see the final percentages, I guess. What I want is how many people voted for this. I want actual numbers. The numbers, yeah. Right. Like, how hard would it be for them to have, like, a little thing? You just hover your mouse over the percentage. Right. And it shows and it the number. the actual number. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I find it very frustrating when I'm like, I don't know. Like, it gets 3,000 votes. I, I, it doesn't, in the end, it doesn't matter. But, like, I really want to know if it was separated by one vote yes. or by, like, 30 votes. Like, well, when it's 50 50, it'll go 50 50, this person wins. And I go, but by how much? I want to know. <laughs> was it one vote? Was it 12 votes? I mean, the, the other thing that's funny for me is, we can talk a little bit about uh, talk about doing polls. Um, so I started doing head to head. I originally wanted to do it on the website, and for years I tried to get them to do it on the website, and they just wouldn't do it for whatever they they couldn't do it or whatever. They, they didn't have the software or something. And then the second I realized that Twitter started doing the polling options, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna do it myself. And I started doing my head to heads. Um, and then you you really let's talk about your polls. You love going off. I mean, uh. You you, yeah. you seem to love. Uh, I'll do a poll, and then you'll do like your warped version of my poll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. So you know, it's interesting. Um, I, I first started really doing polls on Twitter when you. St- well, I mean, like I was like, oh, Mark Mark is doing head to head polls on Twitter, so I should also do evil. I should do evil head to head polls on Twitter. Yeah. And like I've done things like uh, I'm kind of looking at my stack here because I've got I've got a bunch of them here, but like. Uh, uh, head-to-head fun things wizards won't let you have which i think we've now gotten like 
75% of them by now, um, <laughs> including things like Squirrels and Standard, Great Designer Search 3, uh, Giant Ballard. Like, they were all on this list at one point. And yeah. I liked, I'm going to claim all the credit for them appearing. That, that was, um, the reason we did all of those things was your poll. Was my poll, <laughs> I know. Uh, like, uh, greatest villains of all time, uh, which is not, like, based on magic villains, but things on, like, the, uh, like, uh, uh, like, game store bathrooms or the shuffler yeah. like a classic <laughs> classic tropes of or like a dryad arbor where it looks like a forest like yeah. funny things like that so i started doing these polls and um what's fat what i found is that people really really interact with polls like you can make a post you make a comment yeah. And, you'll, you know, you'll get some responses and stuff, and that's great. But, like, if you do a poll where oh. people have to pick something, they love to talk about why they made their decision and why their decision is the right one. Yeah. And that, to me, is is what I really, really enjoy. Like, I don't go to Twitter to, you know, just post into the void. I think that's actually the least interesting part of, of Twitter. I, I like going to Twitter because I want to talk to people. Yeah. Like, it's my, it's my, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom, you know, uh, works from home. Now there's COVID-19. Twitter is my social interaction yeah. with, with people. And, like, I want to talk to people. So that's why I love polls so much. I, I don't know if you found the same thing with your polls where, like, oh. people really get invested on them. I, tr- I think I – so the, um, one of the things Twitter will do uh, – also, I, I don't know if Twitter does this for everybody, but I, I got my little blue check, uh, my little verified thing. Um, mm-hmm. They'll give you data on sort of what, what – how you're doing so you can see impressions and everything. So my impressions tripled when I started doing head to head. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really crazy. Like it's just yeah. it's just so much better for like getting people to open up. Yeah. Um, and and like they're really fun. Like I remember, I think my favorite poll you ever did was mm-hmm. it was like people you want to return. I forget I forget what it was, but at yeah. one point it was like Urza versus was it Jaya? I think it was. Yeah, Urza I think Urza Jaya, Jaya was the finals. Yeah, I think that Urza was. versus Jaya was yeah. the finals, and I'm like. This cannot stand. I, <laughs> I, I, I find Urza to be a detest. Like he's a hero, sort of. He's a kind of an. I, I don't even know how he's, to describe. Him. Yeah, he's he's, he's morally gray. We'll, we'll morally gray <laughs> character. And like, I love Jaya. She's my favorite. And yeah. I, I went, I went to bat, and I was mm. like, I only have like. I mean, at the time, I only had like fifteen thousand followers or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I just need. To, it was so close. I was like, I just need to move the needle, just <laughs> just one percent to score the moral victory. And like when I won by like a tenth of a percent, it just felt so good. Yeah, yeah, so no, good. it's. It is fun. So one thing about, about the Twitter, like, for those that don't know, so those that aren't on Twitter, what, give me a, I mean, I, not, give me a, sort of a, a take on what Magic Twitter is. How does Magic Twitter, wh- wh- how does it function, you think? Oh, golly. Oh, my. Uh, geez, that's a, that's a deep question. Mauro, I, I asked you to send me questions <laughs> to prepare if they were going to be hard ones. Uh, you know, Ma- Magic Twitter uh, is, you know, it's, it's, there's, People like to think of it as this like monolithic thing, but I, I've definitely found that there are definite subgroups of people that folks tend to follow. Like mm-hmm. there are there are the there are the wizards like you, yeah. uh, like Lee Sharp, mm-hmm. um, like the various people who are like very visible on Twitter, yeah. uh, like e- Ethan, Gavin, and so yeah. on. There are the pros. Like yeah. some people just follow pros, like they just follow people who are right, who are very good at magic and playing the NPL. Very and good stuff. at magic, right? Yeah. Like. Then there are people who just follow, like, the commander people, like Shavam and whatnot, people who, yeah. like, are on the commander committee. And then there's, like, people who just, like, follow comedians, right? Like, people yeah. who just, like, at least I think they, they think I'm funny as much yeah. as my uh, <laughs> children don't agree. Um, but, like, uh, people who just do, like, weird stuff, who just post mm-hmm. about funny things on Magic, who, who are just very interactive. So that's, yeah. kind of, that's kind of the little circle that I like to fall into. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely not, like, 
except for you. Like, I think you and maybe the professor are followed by maybe the magic Twitter community at large, but yeah. most people tend to follow certain subgroups, I think. But one of the fun things about Twitter, for those who've never been on Twitter, is you pick and choose what you want to see. So mm-hmm. you find the people that you find interesting, and then you follow those people, and then you can interact with them. Um, and, and, and depend, like, for example, um, one of the fun things about Twitter is someone could say something, and I can, I'll respond, I mean, I respond to every Twitter just because I'm busy, but I mean, if someone asks a quick question, I know the answer, I'll just answer on Twitter, or something comes up, you know, I, I, I use Twitter a lot to just communicate with people, because it's very instant and very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've never been on Twitter, and, and you're a magic player, there is an, there are so many people, I mean, you such a choice of people, you, you know, uh, whether it's people who work on magic, people who you know do magic as as a you know the press or people that sort of it, it, uh, I don't know what to call them the contributors that sort of talk about magic. Um, mm-hmm. There's people like you that are sort of just you know making commentary and stuff. It's, it's, it's and, ter- terrible people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it, it's, that's one of the things that I enjoy about it is you pick and choose what you want. You get to follow people, and you get into you'll get into heated discussions about all sorts of things. Um, in fact, one of the things I find funny is. At Wizards, in the pit, we will go off on random tangents. Like, I, I do comics about it, where we're just arguing about how good a basketball team the Lord of the Rings I lo- would I be. I love Tales from the Pit. They're great. Um, and anyway, so, it's interesting how I enjoy that. And Twitter has the same kind of quality where, like, for example, I'll make a comic about something, and then just people will go off on whatever, the, you know. <laughs> you know, And it's just funny to watch people. Uh, like, I had a comic yesterday uh, where I was talking about if uh, Magic Spell said Yelp Reviews. And then people are like, what are Yelp reviews for magic spells and going off, you know, and uh, I, I think there was a whole thread. It was fun, so. You know, one thing I've always wondered is that, like, I have never, I, I, I've never gotten a chance to ask you this question because it's so weird, but it's related to Twitter. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen you like a Twitter post. Have you, do you ever like Twitter posts? I don't like, I don't like, I mean, I am. Well, I enjoy Twitter posts. I don't. I don't hit the little heart. I, I don't tend to. You don't to, hit the little heart button. Yeah. Okay. I've uh, never I, seen you. I've never gotten the habit of it. <laughs> yeah. I. So yes, I've never gotten. The, I, I literally like not. I mean, not that I haven't actually enjoyed things, but I've never hit the like for anything. For whatever it is, I never. I don't know. I just never got into the style of doing that. So. Um, That's totally fair. I, I was just curious as to how that happens. So. Yeah. I also, I also like wondering, like, do blue checkmark people get the option to like hide all of their likes or something? I, I, oh no 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 no! I, by the way, I was so excited when I got my blue check. I was I was crazy <laughs> excited, and I went to my I went to my family. I'm like, I got a blue check, and they're like, we have no idea what you're talking about. But you seem <laughs> you know, excited. Especially because I work in tech. Yeah. I work literally. I mean like, five blocks away from the Twitter headquarters. I yeah. know friends. I have coworkers, I have yeah. ex-coworkers who work at Twitter. I'm like, come on, just give, just give me that blue check. Come on, that's, <laughs> that's all. Just, just give it to me. I just, it's one. And they're like, no, April, we're not. I, I think at this point, it's almost, like, yeah. half out of spite. They're like, you're just never, you're never going to get that. The, the thing that's weird is, there's people that just decide at some point that you're worthy of a blue check. And it's not, there's no rules or anything. It's just, like, at some point, you get one. And... I just got one. At one point, I got. I'm so. I. I, I just was so excited. It was kind of, kind of. But anyway, it was so fun. like it, it used to be that there was a page you could go to and you'd yeah. be like, "Please verify my profile. Here's a bunch of evidence or yeah. whatever." They're like, "You have to show that you're a significant person for whatever reason." Yeah. And you could go to this page and submit evidence, right. and then they would give you a ruling. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, "We don't want to do this. This is just too much work." So now yeah. it's just essentially appears at random. Well, there's a secret cabal or something. They do. <laughs> there, there, there is a secret cabal. Yes. Of, of so, yes. so the one the one thing I'm trying to do with a lot of my interviews is I'm trying to encourage people to expand their magic awareness a little bit. So the, the two big things from today for, for you. One is check out Twitter. 
Magic Twitter is a lot of fun. There's a lot of people to follow. And you can pick and choose. Like, you can customize. Like, you watch the professional videos, you can follow them. You watch Megan and Maria, both of them are on. You know, everybody, every magic celebrity you can think of probably is on Twitter. Or the vast, vast so, majority yes. of them is. Uh, including, not just me, but a lot of people that work at Wizard. A lot of people that work at Wizards have Twitters. Uh, and so, anyway, A, there's Magic Twitter. So if you've never done Magic Twitter, that's fun to do. The second thing is Scryfall. It is a really good database. It, it's, uh... I, I do use Scryfall from time to time, and it's, you know, when I want to find, especially when I want to find weird, obscure things, um, you guys have the best at, at finding very weird and offbeat <laughs> things to look for. Um, yeah, I get, I, I get a lot of questions from, from various wizards, like, how do I do this one thing on, on yeah. Scryfall? Can you please help me out? Yeah. I, I, actually, funny, I message you all the time, like, I want to find this thing, how do I find this thing? And you'll send me a little code, and I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know how I would have found that. I don't that. know what it means, but I will, <laughs> yes. So I am learning, by the way, that you could because you could. There's a page you can go to, but you can if you know the code, you can just type it in the bar. So I'm a little bit learning learning the code of how to type it in the bar. So I yeah. The vast majority of people, I think, eventually learn the special syntax because it makes your searching much much faster. Like yeah. color equals blue. Right, right. Or CMC greater than three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm learning. Text page. I'm learning. You're it, getting better. I'm like, getting I better. I remember when you first started. I was yeah. like, uh, <laughs> you just do like. Color equals blue. That's how you do it, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, I am approaching my desk. So I, I've made it to my workspace. So uh, I need to wrap up. So uh, when I come to my desk, we all know what that means. It means at the end of my drive to work. So instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. But I want to thank April for being with us. Thank you, April, so much. Thank you so much, Mark, for having me on. It's been a really fun time. Um, and so it, it was quite enjoyable. So everyone, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>